This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawks Bay. This is the program called Pleased to Meet You. I'm Ken Morrison, and in this program, I introduce you, the listener, to the voices behind the microphones here at Radio Kidnappers. And today, it's my pleasure to be talking to Kelly Reed, host of Sweet Sounds with Kelly. Kelly, welcome to Pleased to Meet You. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm great. All the better for seeing you. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we uh, talk to you about you, mm. uh, Give us 30 seconds. Give us a 30-second overview of your program. It's going to sell it to us. <laughs> so, uh, yep, my program is called Sweet Sounds. Um, I guess I've called that because I really love that sweet sound of the 70s and 80s music. Yes, now, you do. Whether it's poppy or whether it's slow and easy listening, um, I just want to sing along to it. That's what it's about, and that's why I made the show. When's it on? It's on at 10 a.m. on Saturday mornings. What if you miss it? I think the good thing is, is about Radio Kidnappers is that you can go on to the website and you can download the podcast. Yes, you can. It's really cool. You can listen to it any time. www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Click on the download button, type in the name of the program, which is Sweet Sounds, and listen to that program at your leisure, wherever you want, whenever you want. All right, let's get to know Kelly a little bit better. And I want you to wind the clock back, <laughs> right back to where it almost all started for you. Tell us about where you grew up. Um, so I am local. I'm born and bred Hastings. I went to school here, um, primary, intermediate. Um, we actually lived in Flaxmere. And so I had my primary and intermediate years out there in the 80s. And then I went uh, to Hastings Girls. Um, in the 90s so that's that's me in a nutshell that's really that's wow. my that's a quick yeah. life wasn't it <laughs> that's a quick quick that's life that's life in 30 <laughs> seconds <laughs> okay tell us about your family life I mean did you have fond memories of growing up yeah I really did um I have two younger sisters and um mum and yeah mum and dad I mean they divorced when I was quite young but um yeah we had a, a really easy nice childhood it was fun and and I loved being out in Flaxmere it was um lovely place to run around and yeah. you know you keep your door unlocked and um you know everyone neighbor you play on the street and yeah it was it was a really a really good upbringing really nice out there so, how good yeah. is that what was school like did you love going to school I loved primary school. Um, I loved everything about it. Flaxby Primary was an amazing school. Um, uh, intermediate was fantastic as well. Loved it. Got to high school, a little bit different. Um, I was never really an academic, um, you could say. I was very much into singing and drama and all the airy-fairy kind of stuff, as my mum would yeah. say. <laughs> um, and I liked school. But, um, yeah, sort of got to, to where you had to sort of hunker down and, you know, you had exams at the end of the year kind of thing. It wasn't like it is now. And I just didn't, yeah, I didn't get it, I think. You know, it took a while for me to sort of understand. Um, and I sort of just hang on, I hung on by the skin of my teeth, I think. <laughs> um, and, yeah, repeated a few things a few a couple of times in the year and that. But, um uh, you know, you could say I went there to eat my lunch and <laughs> to uh, to hang out with my friends. But um, I think what I did get out of it, though, was 
um, well, it's confidence and friendship and, um, yeah, just to be a very independent, strong woman, I um, was voted deputy head girl um, and for my seventh form year. Um, I think some of the teachers thought, oh, my goodness, what? Crikey, <laughs> what that happen? <laughs> but I think I was just very personable and, yes. um, you know, I got along with everyone, like even the third formers, you know, I didn't, I wasn't like, eh, you know, yeah. third form. Um, yeah, I think that's why people like me as I was just nice to everyone, just kind and... Yeah, easy to talk to, and that's why. And that has carried over into your adult life as well. Let Hmm. me uh, let me tell you that. And uh, okay, schooling is over, and Hmm. now the world is your oyster. Tell us what happened next. Yeah, so I um, auditioned for um, the Hawke's Bay Performing Arts um, School, which was run by the EIT, Mm -hmm. and um, so we had. They said there was over two hundred. Um, applications or auditions, and there was only 16 slots, and I got in. Wow. My first, my first, I was only 17, and um, I tell you what, that was probably the most enjoyable two years of my life, me getting to do what I yes. actually loved doing, performing um, and learning about um, the arts as well, which was incredible. Um, and that sort of set me up. After that, I did a... Um, Māori performing arts, um, it's called Te Rako Hua o Te Tapu, and we went round our schools delivering a message of no no drugs and um, no alcohol um, in schools, and it was it was amazing. We did a performance at each different school all around New Zealand. I did that for about six months. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed at Marais and billeted out to people's houses, and yeah, it was incredible. Really incredible experience. Um, and I kind of wanted to, you know, go on Shortland Street yeah. or I wanted to, you know, oh, I can do this. And then when I moved to Auckland, it didn't happen. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> it's all in my head. Um, yeah, and I just sort of, you get into that, oh, well, I need a job. I need some money. So I sort of fell into the hospitality and retail mm. scene and that kind of stayed with me. Yeah. And I never really went back to... I did a little bit of band. I sung in a band um, when I lived in Wellington. And and I really enjoyed that. But I never really went back to the theatre um, for a good 20 years. Um, and yeah, it wasn't until... Um, so I was living in Wellington. And I wasn't until me and my husband, when we had our first... Um, child, first and only child, um, that we moved back to Hawke's Bay and uh, the opportunity came up with Theatre Hawke's Bay. Um, there was Anything Goes was was um, going to be played, going to be done that year, 2017. And a friend of mine said, why don't you audition? You should get back into theatre. And I was like, oh, all these excuses, you yes. know. Um, and so, oh, I work on the weekend or I can't do this. And my husband was like, You've, this is your passion. This is what you've always wanted to do. You need to get back into it. And so it's sort of, that's yeah. where it sort of happened. So well from there. And yeah. uh, yes, you're very in, uh, involved now in a local theatre with Theatre Hawks Bay. Yes. And you're involved in a band. But I just wonder if we could just wind the tape back a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. So you go to Auckland. You've, you've been through the drama school. You obviously mm-hmm. had your dreams and you think, wow, yeah, I'm going to be famous. And, yeah. um, and, and why wouldn't you be? Because, yeah. you know, I guess in your own head, and I know that you are a good actress and you're very talented. Um, but how disappointing was it to find out that 
wow, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. I mean, and then, then did you let it go on purpose or did you just let it drift away from you? Uh, I guess I just left, yeah, let it drift away. I think if I had that um, determination back then that I do now, yes. um, I might be in a completely different place. Um, and you always hear hindsight, yeah, it's a wonderful of thing, isn't it? 2020, aren't yeah. it? Um, yeah, I kind of got a little bit stuck and, um, you know, just, I don't know, it just yeah. didn't happen. Nah. So yeah. what, what would you say to someone who had your dream, you know, went through, you did all the hard yards, yeah. you go to the drama school, you, yeah. you did all that stuff, performing arts, and there's no doubt about it, you are good, but what would you say to someone who all of a sudden, bang, you hit this sort of um, roadblock, mm. and then you either, I suppose, turn left or turn yeah. right, but, and you, yeah. you you chose, chose your path. and yeah. uh, But what would you say to someone who's, says, oh, Kel, what do you think I should do? What don't, would you say? Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Good on you. Yeah. I, I wished, I mean, my path has led me to where it has today, um, and I don't regret any of that, but um, I think as a young, early 20-year-old, um, just, you know, when when you have one knockback, you think that's it. Yeah. And it's not. No. It's not it. And I think you've just got to keep going, nope, I can do this. Yeah. I, I've got a place, you know, I have a place in this world and I just got to keep going and keep pushing. And that's in anything you do, of course. you know, yeah, there are different paths that you take, um, all for a reason. Um, but you know, if you really want it and you're really passionate about it, don't give up on your dreams, keep going. Now these questions I've written down, I just write them down in, in a random order as mm-hmm. they appear to me uh, in, a, in a dream. Once. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just going to skip right ahead to, um, to a question, which if you could wind the clock back, with the mm-hmm. with the you know the, with hindsight being mm-hmm. twenty twenty like we're saying, mm-hmm. what would you do differently? Um, the, my other passion that I wanted to do was to be a kindy or primary school teacher, mm. and more so than the acting. Yeah, yeah, that was something because I I'm really good with kids, and I I thought many a time, but then it took me back to my. Um, high school days and how I failed all the stuff and yeah. I, so it's one of those not yes. believing in yourself things <laughs> yes indeed you know, oh well I'll, I'll, you know it's going to be heaps and heaps of study and now I can't do it and plenty of opportunities came up in my 20s and 30s well you could do this now you could do this now and and just I just didn't yeah I didn't yeah. push it enough do you ever look back and say oh that could have been me yeah yeah yeah, yeah wow. I do good on you yeah all right now um have you traveled I have. Tell us about where you've been. Yeah. Um, so when I was 27, my, both my sisters, uh, they moved to London. And they were going to do a – well, they did. They did their five-year stint there and worked and everything. But I never wanted to go and live overseas. Mm. I never wanted that. I'm quite a homebody. Um, but I definitely wanted to go and see the world. And I think because they were there, I kind of had a base. Yeah where I could and so saved up a whole heap of money and um and then I thought I want to go to London I want to have a trip little trip around Europe and I did it all by myself pretty much wow that's almost um, pioneering yeah <laughs> um I guess that's just the misconfidence yes, in that's me right. um I did a one of those Kontiki sort of yeah. things it was called a Cosmos tour and um it was about toured about I don't know, 12 countries in 10 days kind of thing. Yes. You're on the bus yeah. more than you are looking at the sites. 
So I went all around Europe um, and all around um, England and Scotland and Ireland. And then I went to um, America. I went to New York for a week and I stayed at Backpackers by myself mm. and sightseed. Sightseed. Yeah, that would be. Sightseed. It was the most incredible experience. I'd go there. I'd go if I could go yeah. there tomorrow. I would. Um, and then went to San Francisco and had a week there as well. Um, amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, lived in, I lived in Melbourne as well. Yeah. So. What was the highlight of your overseas experiences? If you could say, wow, that was that was, that the, was it. Yeah, that was to, it. Uh, yeah, Times Square yeah. in New York. Yeah. That was just incredible. Yeah. I'd go along with that. Well, that, so, so you've come back home and when you went overseas, and you know, I mean, if I could live anywhere else, not that it's about me, <laughs> but if I could live anywhere else, I would love to live in New York. Yeah. I've been there. I just love the hustle and the bustle oh, and the, yeah. the jam-packed. And people say, oh, you must be nuts, you know. But, <laughs> no. but so, okay, so you experienced all that, mm-hmm. yet, and your sisters lived overseas, mm-hmm. yet you came home. Mm. And, and you mentioned that you're a bit of a homebody, but mm-hmm. if you could live anywhere else, where would you live, or is this it? Yeah, no, well, I did um, live in, well, I've lived in Auckland, um, and I've lived in Wellington as well, um, both doing retail and retail management, um, and love both cities. I love the city life, mm-hmm. um, and never thought I'd, really move back here I thought I'll be old when I move back yeah. here um, old what is old, old? yeah, yeah. Um, and my husband and I moved to uh, Melbourne for a year had not work opportunity and that was amazing city to live in and we just walked everywhere and yeah um, that was really cool I enjoyed that but opportunities came up for my husband he um, used to work at Weta workshop in Wellington mm-hmm. um, and so we moved back um, yeah, and it wasn't until that sort of for him that work died down and then we had our son, Austin, and I was sort of craving home. Yeah. I was craving my mum right. and just dad and just having them, having that. Familiarity. Yeah, and, just yeah. family on your doorstep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and because I am a homebody and I wanted them around all the time, you know, we we made that decision yeah. to move here, and it's the best decision you have um, ever made. I've ever made yeah. Yes, indeed, for more reasons than one. Yeah. And all right, so if someone comes to you and says, uh, "Look, I'm, I'm a tourist, just arrived in New Zealand, Kelly, uh, what would be the one place or the one thing that you might tell a tourist that you, while you're here, you have to do this? What would it be? Oh my God, I've I've just I've seen so much of New Zealand. I've I'm so lucky um, that I have. It's probably the only part I haven't seen is probably Milford Sound mm. and then Bay of Islands. Like, I've been everywhere, and I've seen some pretty incredible parts of New Zealand. Um, you know, Punakaiki Rocks on the west coast of South Island was incredible. Um, Wanaka was amazing. Um, yeah, the whole of South Island is actually incredible. But North Island's got some really oh, beautiful yes, places too. Like, absolutely beautiful. Like, even... You know, Gisborne, like, you know, just, you know, Beaches really nice. For, yeah. yeah, there's lots of really beautiful parts of New Zealand that I would say, yeah, got to go here. Oh, no, got to go here. Yeah. Oh, no, go here. Go here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when we reflect on your life and uh, possibly, you know, after you've left school, I might have even just before you left, what's the best bit of advice that someone's ever given you that you actually took? That I actually <laughs> took? Um... Gosh, that's a good question. Um, oh, well, I think, I don't know. My mum has always said to me, everything in your life, good or bad, happens for a reason. So 
Yeah, I just think that, you know, just do everything. Like, don't... Yeah, I, I don't... That's yeah. probably the best advice yeah. I've really ever yes, had. So. Yeah. Okay, now you're probably not even halfway through your life yet, but I wonder, <laughs> um, so far, what's, what's that moment in your life that you're most proud of? I'm most proud of... Um, Hmm, might have to edit this part. <laughs> um, what am I most proud of? Apart from having my son, because he is my absolute everything, mm-hmm. um, and he's definitely taken after me, that's for sure. He loves singing and dancing um, in the stage. But um, I would say getting this job here at Radio yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I don't know, 20 yeah. years of retail can yeah, that's right. wear you down, I tell you what. But yeah, this okay. is an incredible experience that, um, that's happening right now. Yeah. And I'm in my 40s and this is amazing that I can sort of turn my life around and it's like, wow, there's other things out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when you get up in the morning and, uh, and you look in the mirror and uh, you, know, you look into your soul, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Or, or are you happy with thinking, that is me and I'm, I'm just so proud of me? <laughs> Yeah. Um, today, um, I'm very happy with who I am, and I know I've gone into a, an, an amazing. Woman. Yes, you are. Um, yeah. If I round, round back the clock, I would definitely take care of my body more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all say that. Put in, yeah, more <laughs> exercise and eat better and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I am who I am, and I'm proud of who I am. And yeah. Now I know, and. Uh, You'll just have to take my word for it, listeners, but I know that uh, Kelly is a very talented woman. She's uh, an accomplished actress. Like I say, she's got a great personality. She sings in a band. She can play the ukulele, (laughs) and uh, she can play the recorder too, I bet. But uh, what is one skill that you'd like to learn and why? That I'd like to learn? Um, I wouldn't mind learning more instruments mm. so I can play more <laughs> things in my band instead of just a tambourine yeah. <laughs> um, and singing um yeah I don't know um I always wanted to read tarot cards oh right yeah well yeah. you could learn that yeah I could learn that. <laughs> we've got a tarot card reader on this station yeah. that could teach you how to do that yeah okay now I, I don't know whether you're a material person or not but if I said to you look you can only keep three things what would they be? Oh, God. It's one of these hard questions now. <laughs> oh, geez, I wish I'd known I was yeah, going to get I asked know. that question. <laughs> I could only keep three things. Um, oh, thank God, Kim. That's a really hard <laughs> question. Should we come back to that um, one? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, so you get home at night, and I know that uh, you know, you're a busy person. Um, you get home at night, you pour yourself a glass of orange juice, you put your feet up. <laughs> Something out of that. put something in it. <laughs> What makes you think, wow, what a great day I've just had? Um, I guess just little things. Um, you know, knowing I've got um, a roof over my head. Mm. Um, I've got an amazing family, a family who I talk to. I know plenty of yeah. people that don't talk to some members of their family, and I find that sad. Um, and, um, yeah, I've got a job an amazing job things are good things are good i've had my COVID jabs yeah i'm all ready to face the world <laughs> we are rapidly running out of time so let's just uh, race through some more questions um 
Who do you admire and, and why do you admire them? Who do I admire? Um, I put a lot of admiration probably in my sisters. Mm. Um, and why is that? Just because of their successes and how well they have done in their lives. Um, yeah, I often I often look up to them, even though they're younger than yeah. me. I often look up to them, and and um, yeah, that says very a lot proud. about your sisters. Yeah, I'm very proud of, of of who they are and what they've achieved. Good on mm. you. Okay, um, if you won a lottery tomorrow, what would you do? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> what would I do? Um, I'd probably keep it a secret for a little bit, so I wouldn't be telling many people. Um, I'd like to, once COVID is over. Um, do I want to go back to New York? That's a big thing. Um, buy lots of investment properties and you know do well for other people. I think yep. a big a big part of me too wants to be one of those random gift giver people. Good idea. You know, you go to the supermarket and stand at the end of the line and pack and save and say, "I'll pay for your groceries." Yeah. I've always wanted to do little things like that. Great. If you became prime minister tomorrow, what's the first thing you'd change? Um. First thing I would change, I think that um, women's uh, products would be free, mm -hmm. but free for everybody. Yeah. And health would be free for everyone, and education would be free for everyone. I don't know how the heck I'd do it, but yeah. God knows how the country would pay for that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the men, the men would pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, this is an oft-asked question. Mm -hmm. Two people over for dinner, living or dead, who would you have over? And why would you have them? Oh, I would have Princess Diana. Mm. Um, and I would have maybe my grandparents. Mm -hmm. Why would you yeah. have them? Why wouldn't you have someone else? What's so good about them? Obviously, um, they're people that... Yeah, just to... Because I... You know, miss them, and mm. yeah, I think that would be the thing. Princess Diana, just yeah, I don't know. She just radiates incredibleness. I she just was, love her. She had the X factor, didn't oh, she? God, I love her. I just love to sit there and talk to her. Mm. Um, yeah, and what what she did in her life, and yeah, that would be amazing. But my grandparents, um, I've only got one left. I'm lucky to have one left. And I just love doing things for her and helping her. And I'm her technician. I go and help her with the TV. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I'm glad I had my adult life with her. Um, whereas the other ones, um, well, my grandfather passed away eight, nine years ago. Um, but, yeah, the other two was when I was young. So that would be nice to talk to them again. Now, we're going to end up on what a lot of people might think is a bit of a morbid, uh, morbid <laughs> note. But when you finally leave this world mm. and you go onto the other side, and if there is another side, you'll be going to the nice place, I'm sure. <laughs> um, how do you think people will remember you? What will they think of Kelly Reed? Well, when they say your name, they say, oh, yep. Kelly Reed. How are they going to remember you? Um, I think they would think that she is, she makes them laugh. Um, that she is kind and, and fun and just a nice friend, a nice friend to be around. And if you could write your own epitaph to put on your gravestone, <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> uh, my goodness. Um, Here lies Kelly she, Yeah, she's still singing. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Kelly. It's been my pleasure to talk with you on this. Pleased to meet you. You look after yourself, and I look forward to talking to you again sometime in the very near future. Thank you, Ken. Thank you.
This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.